extreme. Well, if you're like the Sandman, then you're listening to the podcast Drunk Wrestling History, dudes. And please be drunk when you hear it. It's a drunk podcast. I can rim like a motherfucker. You already saw my Sullivan in San Diego. He got a golden shower. Bundy just fucking cream pied Albano. I've been drunk. I've never been cum drunk. Woo! What's up, drunk marks and drunk marquettes? Welcome to Drink Up. Same drunk wrestling history, fewer calories. I'm your designated host, Adam, and they are the drunk wrestling historians. This is Eddie. Let us drink till thine asses are drunk. And this is Scott. Win if you can, lose if you must, but always drink. Thank you all very much for joining our episode today. We hope you have a lot of fun with this. And you know what uh, Elsa makes the show fun? Aside from drinking your face off uh, during the episode, looking like a drunk wrestling historian drinking your face off. And you do that by heading over to whatamaneuver.net, getting those drunk wrestling history t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, and onesies for the miniature drunk marks and drunk marquettes. Great soft quality material for on-demand printing. 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 Pinting. Printing printing is something else, and I don't want to I don't even want to get into that. And we won't. But get your ass over to whatamaneuver.net and buy a fucking shirt. FFS. Buy a fucking shirt. Did you wear did you wear Scott and I went to um the I this has been on Twitter. Scott and I went to the Iron Maiden show last night. You didn't happen to wear your drunk wrestling history shirt, did you? Because we didn't meet up. Uh, no, I didn't. I was wearing an Iron Maiden shirt. Okay, which one from the last tour? Uh, from no, I didn't buy one on the last tour. I got a uh, hoodie on the last one. I wore the uh, twenty twelve. Right. Oh, twenty twelve. Oh, look at you. Yeah, with Eddie riding on the uh, the bear. The bear. Yeah, you show up looking like an OG. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't wear. I meant to wear mine, and I forgot, and I ended up wearing my Eddie wearing the shark's hat shirt, which was the same one I w- wore at the Anaheim show. Nice. Uh, yeah, I decided to disrespect the Ducks. If you know, win that, in Anaheim. That's fair. Adam's yeah. like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's what Really quickly, bef- you guys, really quickly, so you guys are here on this Friday. Today's Wednesday. Um, kind of big celebrity news just came in. Did, I don't know if either of you guys saw it. No. no. Did you see who died? No. No. Do you want to take a guess? Oh, shit. We're going Deadpool <laughs> here. Um... Well, that's not what a Deadpool is. Although, dude, should we do a Deadpool on the show? Oh, shit. Does it have to be wrestling, uh-huh. though? No, I mean no, because that's a hard one. You know what I mean? That's hard. Ah, uh, well, shit. A dead celebrity. Okay, give me a hint. Is it somebody that is like shocking, or is it an old person where you're like, okay, we kind of saw this coming? I'll give you a hint. It sounds like this. Fucking Julio. What? Julio died. Oh yeah. shit! Coolio. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, hey, I think he was 59. I just saw it on TMZ like just before we got on Facetime. It's cool you're disrespecting him by playing the word Albert in this song. Well, this song's better. <laughs> to be fair, that's true. Yeah. He, also, he also said sounds like this, so okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, yeah I would have been devastated Coolio. if Weird if if Weird Al died. I'd be devastated. Oh, there'd oh, be dude, an episode yeah. about him. 
And I know yeah, exactly. that this is a drunk wrestling podcast, but yeah, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah. there would be a whole. Episode it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. If Weird Al dies before we're done doing the show, we're gonna do an episode on him. Yeah, well, we'll just do a re we'll we'll do a reunion. Well, shit. R.I.P. Coolio. Like I remember the last time, one of the few times we recorded where we had a death, like while we were recording, it was Shock G. No, and it wasn't. It was Taylor, it was Taylor Hawkins. Oh, Taylor Hawkins. That's right. That was the last one. Shock G was not long. Shock G's been dead about a year, I want to say. Right, right, right. But that happened like a day or two before we recorded or something like that. And then the last time we did it, yeah, Taylor Hawkins had passed away. He, so. I found out between episodes while we were recording. Damn, we're like the Howard Stern Show of wrestling drunk podcasts. No, I know, right? Because I was on vacation last week. So you go on vacation and celebrities die. Yeah, well, specifically uh, musical celebrities die. Musical celebrities, yeah, that's true. Hmm. So Maybe right, Gene I'm Simmons is next. Yeah, I mean, we were basically already the Howard Stern show of uh, wrestling podcast, but <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah true. that's just that's just one more way that we're that. So, <laughs> in a, so in other words, if we have a recording date, y'all better watch the fuck out. Exactly. <laughs> if you're a musician, you better start praying. Look, look <laughs> yeah. both ways. And buy when a you fucking shirt. Street. Yeah, I hear if you buy a shirt, it averts death for you. So take that <laughs> that's for what they what say. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, yeah. Sorry to hear that about Coolio. Um, you know unfortunately I'll never get to see him live play his one good song may he rest in gangster's paradise that's right is his one good song the theme to Keenan and Kel I don't know what that is I don't know what that is oh <laughs> I, I don't know is that the Good Burger guys yes was that their theme song uh n not the Good Burger theme but I just know that he did the theme song for their dedicated oh, show. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Any, anyways, let's anyway, take, let's get into the episode. Let's take a 180 on this. Uh, so, this week's episode, we are profiling uh, the specific character of one, Mr. Fred Ottman. You probably know him as Tugboat and Typhoon, but we're not talking about those. We are talking about the infamous Shockmaster. He shocked the world. <laughs> you might also know him as one of several other terrible names that he was uh, blessed with. Right. Or you just may years. be saying, who is this motherfucker? <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it took us this long to do a Shockmaster episode. Like, I thought of it maybe two weeks ago. I suggested it to you. And I was like, would that be a good uh, drink up? And you're like, yeah, that'll work. And I was like, how did it take me so long to fucking think that up? Like, this is like the most infamous... Uh, must be comedy a bit in wrestling history. Yeah, to be fair, we should have done this years ago. Inadvertent comedy bit, but legendary. Yeah, uh, exactly. Absolutely exactly. legendary. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, so I thought we'd get into I didn't want to just jump straight into the Shockmaster part. I thought let's let's do a proper, you know, Fred Ottman um episode. So um so let's get into it. So He's a big motherfucker. So anyone who's like, I know we have some listeners who uh, are younger, didn't see the old stuff. He was 80s, like late 80s, early 90s was when he was, that was the majority of his run. He, it wasn't actually that long. He didn't have that long of a career. He did not. Yeah. He was trained by Boris Malenko, Dean's dad, and he debuted in Georgia as Siegfried the Giant, <laughs> which actually is bad of a name as that is. It's probably the best name he ever worked under. Probably. Yeah. If you think about it, right? Um, he was 6'3 and 384 pounds. Was he in our big man episode? I don't think anybody had Typhoon on their list. I don't 
I don't either. I couldn't remember. I almost put it on to check. I remember at one point you named someone. I was like, oh, that's a good one. And then the next one, I was like, that's a bad one. And I was like, it might have been him. Even but I'm if, not even totally if sure. I was on that episode, I probably wouldn't have omitted this name. Yeah, right. Well, he's before your time, too. Oh, yeah. But still, I'm sure there were some other big guys that would have stood out more. Just well, Earthquake oh, yeah. stood out way more. Like, you compare Absolutely. those two. I think, they, they were mm-hmm. tag team at one point, but one was clearly way more talented than the other yeah earthquake was earthquake was a great big man he was absolutely yeah typhoon fred, fred ottman was a great big man great <laughs> very good very good it's all in the phrasing <laughs> yeah um yeah like when jesse pinkman didn't need a criminal lawyer he needed a criminal lawyer yeah. <laughs> better call um, Saul. Yeah. so we worked in texas and continental as big bubba which is hilarious because it was just a couple years before the other Big Bubba. Right. Um, then he went. <laughs> then he went to Florida as Big Steel Man, managed by DDP. <laughs> which that I think that ended up actually being his worst name, Big Steel Man. Big Steel. That sounds like a name you get in Japan. Yeah, it does. You're right. You're Big right. Big Steel yeah. Man. Yeah, like right, somebody like, you ju- play like, and then they make a video game, and you'd be Big Steel Man in the video game. Yeah. Right. Or like, uh, yeah, it's like Giant Machine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something kind of off the and wall. The way the phrasing knock, of his something knockoff that of something that already exists. I like it. Right, right, right. Like you'd be Big Steel Man in English, but your Japanese name would actually make sense. It'd be like one of those weird translation things. Yes, exactly. Like like my Uber driver the other day, he was using a translation app, and he said, "I can't turn here. I'll turn my head around inside." <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. You're like, I have to see this. I'm not paying extra yeah, right. for it. Yeah, <laughs> but the great. tip might be really good. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I tip generously anyway. Someone <laughs> turns their head around inside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's next level. Yeah, I'm going thirty percent for that. <laughs> um, he beat Dusty for the heavyweight championship, the Florida heavyweight championship in '89, which I think I don't know who was on the roster, but I feel like that says a lot about who was on the roster at the time. It really Big does. Steel yeah. Man was the guy to finish Dusty off. Because I think that was <laughs> yeah. before, I think Dusty left. He, I, I could be wrong timeline-wise, but I think Dusty might have gone to Crockett after that. God, 89. Dude, he was 89. in the WWF at that point. Oh, so he would have gone, okay, so he must have gone back down to Florida for a minute. Maybe. Had the championship, put over Big Steel Man, and then went to WWF. That would have had to have been it because Dusty came in in 89, so that must you're have right, been his he wrestled, at, he wrestled at five. Yeah, but you're right, right, though. It does speak to the volume of talent that they had in Florida where Big Steel Man is the guy beating Dusty on his way out. That's your champ. Yeah, exactly. The so not long after that, man. <laughs> not long after that, he joined Dusty in WWE. He worked a house show as Big Steel Man with Slick as his manager. He quickly changed his uh, name to Tugboat Tyler and then Tugboat Thomas, which is, those are both Horrible. ones as bad as the other. Like why even bother changing it? Yeah, hey guys, no, fuck Tyler. Thomas is way better. Yeah, and then... He was named that for a while. They bring him up to, to TV, and he pretty quickly, he was still t- Tugboat um, Thomas for like a couple weeks, and then he just changed it to Tugboat. Yeah, and he actually, he might have been the first guy where they actually just dropped the name altogether, the last name. Like right, Claudio. it was like, yeah, it was like what Vince says now, Big E. R- right, exactly. Yeah. yeah where they dropped the last Shotzi. name, but yeah, Tugboat was one of the first. Yeah, I kept waiting for Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> Um, 
<laughs> so he comes out in a white striped shirt and white pants and a sailor's hat. And like, he looks like if a village person let himself go. <laughs> and it's this tugboat is the worst gimmick of all time. I think it was the beginning. This might've been the very first one of Vince's, those type of nineties gimmicks. Literally throwing shit against the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, I can't remember anyone previous like to this. A, but I mean, make profession or identity yeah. like that. Okay. But the but the shitty thing is he's named after a lame boat. Like a tugboat's not even a good boat. Like he could have been named like uh, Battleship or Destroyer <laughs> or something like that. Or, you know what I mean? Like anything. But a tugboat like helps other boats. You know, it's like the dumbest boat. I, this was literally like Vince catering to kids. Because Tugboat yeah. would come out and he'd do the whole toot-toot thing. and The toot-toot, he'd pull like an air horn, right? Like it, toot, yeah. Yeah, and I guess it got so bad, it was one of those things they had to bring Hogan in to kind of get him over. Right, so Hogan shows up. I'm 11 years old at this point, I think, and I'm like, this is fucking lame. You know, as a right. child, I think it's lame. Totally. And then, but, but putting Hogan with him worked a little bit. I was like, okay, well, if Hogan likes him, I guess I do too, but... He was still not, he was far from one of my fucking favorites. I kind of compare him to the Honky Tonk Man who was brought in as a face... And the mm -hmm. gimmick was so bad that you, in the 1987, you couldn't even sell that bullshit to the fans. They were like, fuck this, we're booing the hell out of him. He ended up becoming right. one of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time. Tugboat came in, and I, I, at least he was able to get the fans behind him. So yeah, I, he did the best he could with a really fucking shitty gimmick. Yeah. So I've got to give him props for that. And part of why he got over is when um, Earthquake squashed Hogan and Hogan had to go away. And for a while, Tugboat, Tugboat did the was letter the guy. campaign. Yeah. He was, he was doing a letter campaign, which I don't know if I've mentioned this before. I wrote a letter to Hogan. Oh, I thought you wrote a letter to Matilda. I did that too. <laughs> you um, were a letter writing I wrote, fool. I, yeah, I was. I wrote a letter to Hogan. Oh, yeah. I was a regular, like, uh, uh, Mark Twain. You're a fucking WWF uh, pen pal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Hogan came back and came on TV, and he's like, I'm going to answer every one of those letters from my Hulkamaniacs. And I was like, oh, cool. And, like, dude, I got a postcard in the mail a few weeks later. <laughs> and it was like it, it it wasn't fucking handwritten or anything you know obviously it was printed but i did get a postcard in the mail with it was hogan on the front like curling a fucking dumbbell and on the back is this whole thing like your support helped me get through this brother you know whatever <laughs> of course yeah i had that thing for years too dude i don't know what happened to it it might be in my grandma's attic damn your yeah, letter gave me the power to bury brett at wrestlemania 9 thanks brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Your letter gave me the power to help out the Hulkster in heaven with free tickets to SummerSlam 92, brother. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I did not think we were going to talk about the Hulkster in heaven on this episode. I talk about that like three or four times a week. <laughs> That's true, you do. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, So he ended up turning on Hogan like midway through 91. He jumped him, but then he didn't go into a feud with him. Then he jumped the Bushwhackers. Right. And and teamed up with Earthquake. Well, he, so the, he didn't really turn on Hogan. It was during a battle royal. So in those, you can kind of excuse it like every man for that's himself. True. That's true. But that's where they kind of like planted the seeds. Like, oh, this motherfucker might be shady. Like he might be turning soon. And then, yeah, against the Bushwhackers there, he was teamed with the Bushwhackers. That's when he made his big turn. Right. Yeah. I think it was on Saturday night's main event, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So he jumps them, and um, then they give him an even dumber fucking name, Tidal Wave. They put a, uh, or not Tidal Wave, I'm sorry, they named him Typhoon. Typhoon. They put a Tidal Wave on his singlet. Yes. Which is not a Typhoon. Correct. No. Nope. Yeah, it was just a wave. 
It was just a wave. Yeah. So you know a, a tidal mean? wave would have made way more sense as his name. Right. Tidal wave would have been, it still would have been bad, but it would have at least made sense if you're going to put that on his fucking tights. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? And like, yes. It's not like you can't, I know what, I know a typhoon can cause a tidal wave. Um, it's happening actually, it's uh, the hurricanes in Florida right now. Yeah. But you can draw a typhoon too. Right. It never made right. sense. Even when like at this point, I'm, I don't know, 12 or something. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah, and they team him up. Yep. Yeah, they give him Jimmy Hart as their manager, and they're a heel team, which um, was fantastic. Like that was absolutely the move. That's what they should have done with him in the first place. Agree. Yes. Because you'd think a big guy like that, you bring him in, he's probably going to work with Hogan right away. That was sort of the business model back then. Exactly. Big um, guy comes in, it's your big man versus Hogan, the next guy to try to put Hogan out. Yeah. Right. They end up winning the tag titles once um, from Money Incorporated. Yeah, that was after the face turn when they had dropped Jimmy. Right, they turned. Yeah, they turned. They turned face. Dropped Jimmy, um, and then they actually ended up winning um, titles in Japan um, with Super World of Sports. This is when they had a deal. Uh, WWF had a deal with Super World of Sports. Right. So they won the tag titles over there, which made perfect sense. Like those are like Japanese, especially back then. You know, now the yes. guys got to work. They got to be able to work way better back, way better now than they did back then in Japan. Right, like but American big, big American guys trucks. had no problem going overseas and winning titles, and it was completely believable. Totally getting paid too. Exactly. And then we get to the main event, the fucking Shockmaster. So yeah, he bounces out of WWF because mm-hmm. Earthquake, I guess, took a leave of absence or something. So Typhoon was kind of on his own, and yeah. then contract came up, and he signs with WCW, and they have a grand entrance planned for this guy. Now I'm thinking he's got to be excited when they tell me he's going to be the Shockmaster. Because as gimmicky as, he, uh, as gimmicky as it is, it's the best gimmick he's had so far, or the best it, name. Anyway. All, yeah, all he's done is try to get these gimmicks over. So they're like, "Dude, we're gonna pay you a shit ton of money. Here's another gimmick to try to get over." And he's like, "Fuck it, let's do it." But you have to yeah. imagine when he saw that costume, maybe his hopes were deflated a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. His ball sucked up into his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Oh fuck! Can I just be tugboat again, please?" <laughs> Can you make me like Thomas the Tank Engine Operator or some bullshit? <laughs> yeah, just even Big Bubba. I don't care anything with this. <laughs> I'll even be Big Steel Man again. So it was Dusty. Dusty was the one that came up with the gimmick. Dusty was the booker at the time. And you would have thought it was heard, but it wasn't. It was Dusty. And why, of all things, a fucking Stormtrooper helmet? Dude, and to think that was going to get over on television as not a Stormtrooper helmet. Right. It's not like it was some from some weird, obscure movie that nobody saw. It's from fucking Star Wars. It's like, iconic. Yeah, nobody's going to look at it and be like, oh, what a cool thing. Like, it's no, it's a glittery Stormtrooper. Yeah. The it first thing no people sense. thought was, why the fuck is this guy wearing a Star Wars Stormtrooper helmet? Yeah. And like, it could have been a motorcycle helmet. Yeah, anything, Fuck, anything dude. but that. Like, it was like, dude, they, like, just shit out a fucking gimmick. He's already wearing and that a, was it, like... A fur vest and jeans? Yes. Throw a night helmet on him, for fuck's sake. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Even that, give, yeah. give the guy the Mountie shock stick. Or something. Or hand <laughs> the guy a fucking live wire. Like, something that actually, like, goes as shock master. Or even, like, um, you know, like, uh, uh, the thing... Yes. Like, the thing that goes on your head when you're in an electric chair? Right. Like, you could have had that with, like, wires coming off of it. Like, sh- like in Shocker. Like, the movie Shocker. Well, but at that point, you're talking he's probably a heel, right? Like, he's escaped out of the, the electric chair. But at least, like, he's a lunatic, and that's a believable gimmick. 
Yeah, and I mean, they had that electric chair from Halloween Havoc. They could have just taken the fucking head thing off of that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I, I mean, I don't know if Abdullah was still wearing it, but yeah. <laughs> Even if he was, wasn't connected to power. So. <laughs> so, okay, so it's Flair for the Gold yeah. on live fucking TV. Live TV. This is the Clash of Champions. This is live television. And I, I must have watched this clip five times this week, and I think I figured out my favorite part of it is actually not the infamous shockmaster showing up it's the beginning because it's some of the worst television i've ever seen in my life it's awful because dude it's four guys they're all yelling over each other yep you can't hear what anybody's saying it's like a drunk wrestling history like halloween episode but it also looks, oh yeah dude it looks like it was like on a 90s regis and kathy lee set too yes that was the flair for yeah. the gold set they they literally pulled that right out of that right they built like a, a hotel room with the omni inside the damn place yeah <laughs> The the two guys have their backs to the fucking camera and they're standing in front of the other two guys so you can't see anyone's faces. Yeah, Davey Boy yelling. should have known better. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, it's just awful, awful TV. And it's the really kind of bad. thing like they should have... I fucking hate Kevin Dunn. He does so much shit that I just fucking can't stand. But he wouldn't... At least his shit doesn't look amateur. This looked amateur. 100%, dude. Yeah, but this was 93 or 94 WCW. And, and, yeah, and they'd only been doing TV since 1970. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they should have no, known out of Bush League, dude. It's so bad. So you got Sting and Davey, and then you got Sid and Harlem Heat, and Flair's there, and for some reason there's a maid. That's Fifi the like, maid. Oh, that was Fifi. Okay, yes. so she's standing off to the side. So they're all yelling at each other. You have no idea what's going on. Flair, for some reason, has the maid bounce. I don't know why. He's just like, hey, you got to go. He, like, escorts her out the door. I assume he passed her his room key on the way out. Most likely. Uh, yeah, leave the uniform and the heels on, honey. <laughs> that might actually... That's either his current wife or his last ex-wife. I don't think he has a current wife. Yeah, so it would be his last ex-wife. Okay, so yeah, there you go. Fifi the maid. Okay. Um, And it's like, who's going to be your partner? Who's going to be your partner? And Sting says, like, in the cheesiest, lamest dialogue of all time... All I have to say is our partner will shock the world because he's none other than the Shockmaster. And then they cut to a wall. Boom. Pyro goes off and he breaks through it. And we all know random wall, then. by the way. Just a random wall. And if you look at the wall, so here's what's great. If you look at the wall, first of all, like the idea of him breaking through a wall is completely absurd because we know that this is a set inside an arena. Yeah. You can hear the crowd during it. There's no way that you could possibly think they're in an actual separate building. Yes. So you know he's not breaking through an actual wall. Right. When they shoot it, not only can not only do they shoot off of the side of the set to where you can see that it's a set, they also shoot over the top of it, and you can see that that wall is added in. There's like yes. a separate part. You can see that they nailed up a piece of wall for him to come through. Yeah, it's a gimmicked wall. Right, which you wouldn't catch your first time around, but when you go back and watch it, you're like, they didn't even give a shit. They just <laughs> really half-assed this. <laughs> They didn't even make it look like it. They didn't make the wall look like it belonged there. This explains their stage sets and some of the pay-per-views that we reviewed. Yeah, those it, same goddamn like, elementary school kids. Yeah, the it, first graders, man. They built the fucking wall. Yeah. And as bad as it was, I was like, how would this? How would this have been impressive anyway? If it had, if he hadn't fallen, right? You right. know, it would have been lame anyway. So yeah. he comes through the wall, boom, and fucking goes head first into the floor. The Eat shit immediately, dude. Immediately, immediately. Double <laughs> axe handle to the wall. The shit breaks. And then he does, like, he hits his knees on the wall. And he fucking goes <laughs> head over ass, right to the floor. His fucking helmet falls off. His glittery <laughs> fucking stormtrooper helmet. 
<laughs> it rolls like three feet. He hits his fucking head. <laughs> Dude, if he had gotten knocked out and his fucking helmet is like three, three feet away from his head. Oh my God, that would have been the greatest. Dude, if, anyone, if there's one Wilson. person who's... Li- if there's a single person listening to this who's not seen seen that, pause this and just look up Shockmaster on YouTube. It's the fucking funniest thing that's ever happened in the history of wrestling. This fucking big man in a fur vest and a glittery stormtrooper helmet fucking hits the ground head first. The best part is the helmet rolling away from him. Oh he my like, god! He's so he's so he's crawling across the floor to put the helmet back on. Reminder: live TV. Super- Live TV. Yeah, it's live yeah. TV. They couldn't even edit this out because they would have just shot it again, and it would have yes. been one of those like um, it would have been one of those like legendary things that happened not on TV, like when the Rockers when the rope broke. Yes, but we all, but it was on live fucking TV. Yeah, this was like the equivalent of Sid forgetting shit and Jim Ross being like, "We're live, pal." We're right, exactly. There's yeah. no re-recording fall, this shit. Sid didn't fall through his head through a wall. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so good. And like, you oh, feel man, horrible I... for the guy because you're like, "Oh, look, it's tugboat." Right, right. Oh, cool. There's tugboat. Man, I, think I, I think I'm feeling this rum. Um, <laughs> and then it gets even better. Like, you think that's the best part, but it's far from the best part. The he gets up. And you can hear the other guys talking because they're mic. You know, there's a boom mic above them. <laughs> they still them. have mics, yeah. <laughs> and right away, you hear Booker T. He goes, "I told you." <laughs> and you hear <laughs> Sid, you can hear Sid goes. Sid goes, "Oh God." And then when he's getting up, you hear Booker T. Booker T. You can hear him. He goes, "Who is this motherfucker?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even know what he's talking. I don't even know what he's talking about. Who is this motherfucker? Does he not know who was actually playing the Shockmaster or? He's not saying that in character, you know? Right. No, that was legit. Like, this is the guy we fucking brought in with all this money. Yeah. Oh, my like, God. Like, this guy? Yeah. And they're just all, and you can hear Davey Boy, and he says he fell right on his fucking arse. He said it twice. Twice. He said it twice. And yeah. it was like, I was like, dude, these guys just said, fuck live TV. Like, we don't, we're not even going to pretend, like, we're just, they broke the fourth wall better than he broke that fucking wall. Nice. <laughs> it was, it was incredible. Yes. It was fucking incredible. <laughs> And then, okay, I have two two parts that are fucking incredible that took me a long time to catch, right? The fir- the best part is Sid starts talking and Shockmaster, Shockmaster's not doing his own voice. Ole Anderson is in the back with a microphone doing Shockmaster's voice. Yes, in like a really gravelly, like yes. deep, deep tones. Yeah, so when Shockmaster hears Sid start talking, he thinks it's Ole talking and he starts gesturing with his hands like he's pointing <laughs> at Sid. But Sid is talking like he's all fucked up now. You know what I mean? He lost his like fucking concentration. He's all out of sync. Okay, but to Tugboat's credit, he said that he couldn't see anything out of that mask. No, he couldn't see anything out of the mask, but he also just like, and that was a, they should have figured that out beforehand. Totally. Like a dialogue thing. But what I think happened is I think Sid just started talking when he wasn't supposed to. Well, that would make sense. Right, because you'd think the first thing would be tug would be that Shockmaster talks, not Sid. Right. But Sid starts talking. Tugboat thinks Shockmaster thinks he's talking, and he's gesturing with his hands as if he's talking. <laughs> and then the funniest part, it's and I, got, I have audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, here's the funniest part. I have audio of this. When Oli starts to talk, like at the very beginning oh. of when he starts to talk, you can hear him laughing. He's laughing. <laughs> he's laughing. Oli is laughing. Like yeah. he's laughing and they turn his mic up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to play the audio from it. So you're going to hear a little bit of Sid. And then when, when Oli's voice comes in, the first thing you hear of him is laughing. It's great. 
So you're the man that rules the world. <laughs> oh, he's fucking laughing. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking great. Oh it's my so god. There are the more you watch this, oh. I swear, dude, it's like you can watch this a hundred times and catch new things because so much went on in it. Yeah. That like, I mean, I never even I don't think I noticed until today that Shockmaster had fucking glitter on his tits like a stripper. <laughs> I don't think I caught that, and I don't know if it fell off the fucking helmet onto his tits, or if he just was dressed with it. Yeah, because I think start. the bottom of the helmet like probably slapped his tits when his face hit the ground. Yeah, so he's standing and there with the like, glitter over. Off. Yeah, so he had glittery tits. Yeah, and poor Sid to start has to stand there, or while he's talking, he has to stand there and look concerned about this clown. You know, yeah, what he's, he's like, like oh, I'm missing softball season for this. <laughs> this is yeah. bullshit. Yeah, so. So, I mean, that pretty much covers what happened in it. Um, years later, when um, they had the old WWE 24-7, they had that roundtable show. Right. And Dusty claimed that, um, and Shockmaster said the same thing. They rehearsed this earlier in the day, and everything was fine. Dusty said he walked through it, everything was fine. But he said after the rehearsal, David Crockett had someone go nail a two-by-four a foot off the ground behind it. Um, yes. David Crockett had it had him set, and he said it was to set Dusty up to fuck up the gimmick that Dusty came up with. Dude, I mean, it was gonna fail yeah. anyway, right? And if if this accomplished anything, in my mind, it made Ottman a legend. It absolutely did because you would never think about that guy. No, I actually definitely I actually not. Ha- with that right, coming that was kinda, out, you sympathize with him. And yeah, and it was one yeah. of that, yeah. that was one of the things I thought of is like later on, so kind of like. At the time, so back then, like if you didn't, so this is like the early '90s. If you didn't see something happen live, you probably weren't going to see it unless your friend happened to record it. Like right, it happened right. and it was over. It was over. There was no internet. There was nothing like that. With their, so it just went with away. With their big ass camcorder with a VHS tape in there, recording yeah. it. Yeah, and then yeah. you they invited you to their place to show it to you. That's how you would find out. Right. Yeah. So I didn't know this happened at the time. Maybe someone told me about it and I forgot because I never got to see it. It, so it wasn't until it was on the internet. It was like the early days. I think YouTube is where I first saw it. Like the early, this was kind of one of the first, um, I shouldn't say one of the first, but one of the oldest viral videos. You know, this went viral like fucking 20 years ago when, when you know, once streaming video became good, you know, when people could watch, you know, when people started getting cable modem and all that. Right. And you could watch a video that you didn't have to wait 10 minutes to download. Yeah, yeah. This was one of the first things that I remember going viral. It was this one and where they blew up that whale up on the beach in Oregon. Oh, fuck, um, yeah. Those were like the kind of the early viral videos that I remember. I, I was totally unaware of it. Or like I said, if I was aware of it, I'd forgotten about it for 10 years. And then it just went crazy and it really, it became his thing. Yeah. And years later, he kind of was like, fuck it, let's roll with it. And I mean, he has, a, there's a Shockmaster figure, right? Yes, there is a Shockmaster figure. It was actually a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Okay. And now he makes a shit ton of money just signing that action figure. Whereas right. had that incident not happened, if, you know, the stories are true and he was being set up or Dusty was being set up to fail with the gimmick, dude, they made the guy a legend. Because yeah. everybody that watches wrestling now, if you haven't heard of the Shockmaster, you're absolutely in the minority. Right. Everybody knows yeah. about this. The way it went down absolutely made Ottman a legend. People don't, you know, they'll talk about Tugboat and Typhoon, but everybody wants to know about the fucking Shockmaster. 
Totally, totally. Yeah, I guarantee he gets booked on more conventions. And no doubt. Probably for a, for, and probably for a better price. Absolutely. Because of, because of that. Because otherwise, he's just another dude. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, if, yeah. it, like, say Shockmaster had had his debut. It had gone exactly according to plan. I guarantee you not one person would remember that Tugboat slash Typhoon became the Shockmaster. Right. Nobody yeah. would remember that. This be a incident made him a fucking legend. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So it was like sort of a blessing in disguise. Totally, dude. Yes. And Which I know would... he was embarrassed about it at first, but man, this made his career. Yeah. Right. He had, yeah. Cause at the time you had no idea YouTube was coming 10 years later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And Twitter, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, the funny part was, is the way they tried to scramble after this and ran a bunch of vignettes with him as being like a klutz. Right. Which was funny. Cause you know, that reminds me of, um, they've done that in other times too. Like where, um, who was the guy that used to botch the moves in ECW? And then they just made that his gimmick. Oh, um, uh, TJ. TJ. Yeah, TJ something. I can't, not Perkins. That's the other guy. Uh, no, TJ. yeah. It was TJ something, dude. I can't remember his fucking name. He would botch moves and they were like, yes. okay, that's to be your thing. Mm-hmm. And then like when Maria, um, they made her an idiot on camera because she was an actual idiot. Right, right. You know, like they'd, they'd have her do an interview and she just was like a space cadet. And then they were like, oh, let's just do, let's go with this. And I think they did it with Mike Adamley too. They did. Fuck- and they should have done it with Sin Cara, the original. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Watch all of his movies. He's going to do it anyway. Even on yeah. his first entrance, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he hit the top yeah. rope. Yeah. And they ended, up, they ended up making him into like a construction guy. Like he was in like. Yes. jeans and a t-shirt and like a hard hat which i don't know was he wearing the hard hat because he was clumsy and they would like uh you know like a you put like, a like a it was helmet on like safety. a yeah yeah you put a helmet on a kid you know yeah. <laughs> so the funny part was is he showed up to the pay-per-view that he you know he was he was shock master he fucked up the whole entrance thing or it was fucked up for him and then he shows up to the pay-per-view not really as like the shock master that he showed up as with a fur vest and the helmet he showed right. up in like jeans a tank top and a fucking hard hat yeah. You're like, who is he? Hogan yeah. off the pile driver cover? Who the hell is he? Yeah, yeah. That's the only other guy who ever went to work on a construction site in a tank top. Yeah. <laughs> Hogan, exactly. Hogan and fucking tug to shotcaster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then that was basically it. He had a short run as that, and then he was kind of, he came back to WWE, worked a couple house shows. Yeah. And that was kind of it, and he did a little bit of indies. I think he went to Japan for a minute, but he basically retired not long after that. Um, he came back in the gimmick battle royal at 17. Yes. And he showed up backstage on Raw with, I forget who now, um, but just he did a little backstage thing. Yeah. Um, but um, Hall of Famer, based on that alone, I mean, I feel like, why not? I say so. It's such an iconic moment in wrestling. Yeah. Even if it is for all the wrong reasons, it yeah. made him a legend, and he yeah. contributed something that fans still talk about today. And yeah. by all accounts, had that gone according to plan, they wouldn't right. be talking about it at all. So, yeah. yes. If anything, he's a one-time WWF Tag Team Champion. He deserves to go to the Hall of Fame. And, and Absolutely. I, he, yeah, and I hate to compare one Hall of Famer to another Hall of Famer as a reason to put him in. But if you were to do that, he's a one-time Tag Champion and the Bushwhackers aren't. Yeah, there you go. So. There you go. All right. Drunk- I think that does it for the Shockmaster. We went about 10 minutes long. Really quick. Drunk fact. Scott was there when I found out about the Shockmaster. When was this? At Access. Remember when we were in line? Access, which year? Uh, NOLA. I didn't go to Access that year. But I did with uh, uh, I did with Scott in 2018? Shannon. Oh, you're yeah. asking Scott if he remembers. Okay. All right. Dude, but, I don't remember this. 
Well, I mean, you were there. Jeff is the one that told me and then showed me the whole, uh, like, told, <laughs> told me about the costume and then uh, showed me the video of what this was. I would probably be the one out of 1,500 people in that waiting room to get into access who did not know who the Shockmaster was. Yeah. And I traveled okay, but, all the but, way to fucking WrestleMania. But Okay, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. So you didn't know about it. What was your opinion of it when you watched it? It was funny as fuck. It's like there you it's go. It's like cool Kool Aid Man gone wrong and in wrestling. <laughs> okay, and, and so to this day, that was four years ago. You still remember that? Yes, I do. Just no one will ever forget that. No, it's one of those things not you see all. it and it's with you. I've seen three Stooges shit that's not as funny as that. You know what I mean? It's literally. <laughs> one, it's one of the. It's by far the funniest thing I've ever seen on a wrestling show, and it's legit one of the. It might be a top. 20 funniest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life, dude. Yes. It's so fucking the way he scrambles for the hard hat there for the helmet. <laughs> it's so good. Good God. It's so great. <laughs> yeah. So anybody that's to wrap this up, anyone who's not gimmick. seen this, yeah. Yeah. anyone who's not seen this, you should have paused this 20 minutes ago and watched it, but watch it fucking now. And even if you've seen it, watch it now. Watch it again. And, I, and then after you're done, watch it, watch it again. Cause it's, it's it's the best and it's one of those things that wasn't supposed to be something that was going to go down in the annals of wrestling history as this big iconic moment but uh, the stars aligned and here we are what 20, 30 years later yeah 30 and, years and later i'm sure he's even in, yeah he's embracing it too i remember like oh, fully. Just, just distinctive actions i remember when the florida marlins knocked off the giants in the playoffs uh put Pudge uh, tagged sports. Pudge tagged out JT Snow uh, to end the game, and he's yelling, "I got the ball! I got the ball! I got the ball!" When the when the uh, All Star game ended up going back there, it was like, "Hey, we need the game ball for the celebrity game. Who has it?" He comes out, "I got the ball! I got the ball!" Uh. Everyone's <laughs> laughing. Oh, I fucking get it. <laughs> that was hell yeah. years ago, but I get what he's doing. This is that, and god damn it, it it's legendary. And I didn't even know this shit, and it, I totally agree. It's legendary. Absolutely. Yep, it's yeah. amazing. All right, let's wrap it up. We got another episode to do. That was our... Scott's got, Scott's got homework. <laughs> yeah. That was our Shockmaster episode. We hope you all enjoyed that. Please let us know what you think about the events that took place. What were your initial reactions? And please let us know about our episode uh, on our social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, wrestling underscore drunk. And please tell your family, friends, heels, and faces to like, share, and subscribe to our show. We would definitely love to entertain you with all the drinks and all the wrestling. With Scott and Eddie, I'm at reminding you all to enjoy your buzz, watch wrestling responsibly, drink like nobody's watching, and we will see you all next time with another great episode. One, two, three. Who is this motherfucker? He fell right on his arse. It <laughs> died. Cover me when I run. Cover me through the fire.
Cover me. Cover me. 